the college football experience, New Mexico State Aggie season preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. Get started today and you get a risk free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog. Make sure you head over to UnderdogFantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a free $25. Yes, you can use the uh, free $25 to enter their Best Ball Mania 2. First place in Best Ball Mania 2 gets a million dollars. That's right. Sign up now for a free shot at a million dollars. Drafts are happening constantly, and it's not just NFL. They also have NBA, MLB, and more. UnderdogFantasy.com, promo code SGPN for your chance to win a million dollars. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, of course. Don't forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or Google Play Store today. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Welcome to the college football experience, New Mexico State Aggie season preview. My name is Colby Swinging Dantabase Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Woo! There we go. Sorry, a little late on that. <laughs> uh, and I'm joined by my co-host, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating. Sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi, it's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio looking at a guy out here hollering my name when last year I spent more money on spilt liquor in bars from one side of this world to the other. Than you made. <laughs> I wish I could ever have that kind of energy, man. That's just a great line. That dude. What's the most? What's the most women that he had in like a weekend? Do you think, Ric Flair? I mean, hopefully, uh, more than New Mexico State has returning starters. <laughs> All right. I, I would say that's almost a guarantee. I, I would say. He had more women in a two minute period than yes, New Mexico State. Yes. Uh look, New Mexico State, Doug Martin. I feel for Doug Martin. I think he's a solid coach. Had a seven and six season not that long ago. The state of New Mexico just made it incredibly hard to be a football coach last year. <laughs> they couldn't practice there. They couldn't play there. They were playing at Sam Boyd Stadium. Uh, no, the, for university of New Mexico was playing at Sam Boyd Stadium. New Mexico State just uh, said, fuck it. We got a punt on the season. Um, they played in the spring, a two game season it was supposed to be more, but some games got canceled, but they went one and one. They lost by 26 to Tarleton state, both games in El Paso. Yeah. Tarleton state was brand new to the FCS. So that's, that's a bad look. <laughs> they lost, lost to a division two school for all intents and purposes. They won by seven to Dixie state. 
but let me explain what went on here. Because that the fact they couldn't play. Yeah. Everyone transferred out. That that makes it harder. So now they have two circle, two returning starters. Two, Pat. All on offense. The rest are new players. Two returning starters on the whole team. To give you an idea, folks, if you're listening out there, every team normally gets around this year, especially with the COVID year, where you're getting that extra year. This year, more than any year, returning starters. I feel like every team's around seventeen to 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 twenty. Yeah, they have two, Pat. (laughs) Two. That's just unbelievable to me. Oh, I'm looking at it right now. They have a total of four seniors on their two deep depth chart. That's just crazy. Yeah. Experience won't be an issue in the future, but it very much is right now. <laughs> uh, Jonah Johnson is going to be the quarterback. He's a junior dual threat. Uh, he rushed for 53 yards and two scores in one of the two, uh, one of the team's two spring games. Uh, I, it's just, it's just really hard to see, to forecast this. What the fuck are we supposed to forecast here? Um, I mean, we just that they suck because the only two guys coming back are wide receiver Robert Downs the third, a senior wideout, and left tackle Sage Doxtator. Great name. Great name. <laughs> uh, left tackle. Everyone else. I mean, they're starting a right tackle, a freshman, uh, a freshman running back. Uh, this team it's really hard to sit here and do a preview episode to tell you the truth. Like it's like, well, what are we supposed to go through? You know <laughs> what I mean? The, everyone left the team. They went out, uh, tried to bring in some transfers. They got a center Eli Johnson coming in from old miss to go on that O line. That's big. Um, I feel for, for everybody involved with this program. Um, well, I mean, last year, was pretty much uh, Doug Martin's best season from a win percentage standpoint, second best season of his career. And this guy's been, a, he coached at uh, Kent state for seven years as the head coach and uh, had zero winning seasons there. And now he's been at New Mexico state for eight years and has had one winning season there. So that's a total of 15 years with one winning season as a head coach. And look, but one and one last year. That's fifty percent win percentage. So <laughs> in you, the FCS, you though, have to be you pleased at your level. I mean, <laughs> one uh, and one when you're down a level. You know, I, I think this is one of the hardest jobs to win at in America, and especially considering. I mean, let, let alone I'm talking about on a normal season, normal world. It's one of the hardest jobs in the country to win at. Then you add in the politics of the state and what was dealt to them, and I think it's probably just the biggest disaster. I, I feel for Doug Martin. I think Doug Martin's probably the right guy for the job, considering considering what has occurred. Why not? You know, I don't even think he should be on the hot seat. Do you? I mean, uh, no. I mean, what what, are you, what do you really expect? Uh, well, he got him to a bowl game what two years ago. Yeah, yeah. What was that? Twenty seventeen. I want to say. Yeah. Well, I mean, so last year they didn't really have a season. Yeah. Depending. I mean, I don't know. I mean. What what do you make of this team, man? I mean, they they got a Michigan transfer coming in at, at running back Omari Samuels. Um, they, they I, I mean, you. just based on twenty seventeen, I feel like you have to get give, give this guy yeah. a, and, and and the death blow that the state gave them. Then everyone transfers out. The look at the losses in twenty seventeen too. 
uh, a six point loss at Arizona State, a three point loss against Troy. Yeah. Uh, 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 I guess there were a bunch of close wins, <laughs> but not that close. So, I mean, he had a couple bad bad losses too. Seven and six. Where did they practice? They played both of their games in El Paso, which is about an hour from Las Cruces, fifty-seven minutes on uh, Google Maps. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, uh, right next to Juarez, you know, a <laughs> beautiful area there. <laughs> they got Dominic uh, J- uh, Gacinto, a Missouri transfer, a wideout. Maybe I mean they went the transfer route when everyone transferred out from them. They got a former Baylor wide receiver, Robert Downs, coming in. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, maybe just because they don't have any returning starters, maybe some of these transfers will will pan out. But they also lost everybody. I don't know what to expect. The win total, Patty C, as is sitting at one and a half. Well, if you're a New, New Mexico State football fan, first off, I I really respect you sticking this out. You know what I mean? <laughs> All three of you out there. Yes. <laughs> Uh, well, look, their basketball program is lit, and if they can be a part of this whack conference that that is forming, that is trying to make a run at, I think, joining the uh, the FBS. Oh, yeah, it, there's speculation about that in 2026 or 25. This you get into a conference, maybe you can build some structure there. Your basketball program's solid. You, you're normally a tournament team, you know, year in year out. Yeah. Um, well, how many teams are there in college football right now? 130. 130. You, you figure how many more are you tacking on when the uh, the new whack? Uh, joins the. Uh, I joins think the it will go to. Well, I, I think it would be interesting to see who they add because right now New Mexico State's not a part of it, but I think they've shown interest in in perhaps uh, join joining that conference. But you know, right now, what I think uh, Sam Houston State, Stephen F. Austin, Tarleton, Abilene Christian, Dixie State, Lamar, Sam Houston State, we know is a power. They just won the FCS championship. Um, they would have no problem jumping up. Yeah. I mean, I'm saying you add like eight more teams. Let me rattle off these recruiting rankings and then we'll, we'll say, Hey, I, my, I imagine because the 24 uh, seven includes the uh, FCS teams in the recruiting rankings and New Mexico state, 129, 125, 119, uh, 127 and 113 over the past five years. That may be the bottom of the Sunbelt conference as it was when they were in there and the worst independent recruiting team that there is, but they might be the best team of a new com- uh, of a new conference coming up. They won't be. But <laughs> I, I, I want to add also that I believe in in basketball, Southern Utah is joining. New Mexico State is in the whack now in basketball. I think Grand Canyon, Cal Baptist, Seattle, and Utah Valley. I believe all all whack teams potentially. I, th- I think if I'm reading this article correctly, um, they're stretching from Texas to California to Seattle. To Seattle, wow! But the problem is, Seattle doesn't have a football team, so I don't know what they're going to do as far as uh, as grabbing football. I mean, I, I, we know Sam Houston State's a power. That's and some of these other Texas schools. I mean, who knows what they can do coming up in the, in a few years here? But I don't appreciate this happening though, because you were rattling off to me all the uh, teams in California that had once played football at the FBS level. Yeah. And, and no longer even have a, a, pr- a program at all. You know, yeah. there's like 10 great schools that, you know, used to be playing football at a relatively high level and are gone, you know? And, and to me, it's always puzzling because I think the great way I understand it's an expensive sport, yeah. like, like, but it's also how you make money right? as a, a revenue builder 
for a university football programs are, are the best ticket to doing that. Mm-hmm. Like Wichita state had a decent history. They are gone from it. They, they want to come back now. They know, they know if a stadium will cost a lot of money. So that's the hard part is raising that capital. But once that's there, you're probably going to be all right, especially nowadays with the television contracts. Yeah. You, when, when Wichita state, I think closed up in the eighties. Yeah. That's a perfect example. I think long beach state closed up in 90 George Allen, their final season. They had Terrell Davis on that roster yeah. all right? prior to the sport getting the level of exposure. That's what I'm saying. So now like those matching Tuesday night games where they cash in that big paycheck. Cause you're getting 800,000 viewers on some of those games. Yeah. Um, I'm just like, w- this thing has to progress a little bit as a JMU fan alum. You know, I want to watch them and occasionally you'll get an ESPN two for like the biggest game of the year. I know you got flow TV last year, yeah. but when is this going to be like really accessible to the common fan who wants well, to I think watch Flow TV is probably a bad deal for the CAA, but uh, I think the future is the internet ESPN three. I mean, they just, they have a contract uh, with big 12. So, I mean, you're not going to be able to see every Kansas or now you will be able to see every Kansas game via ESPN three. Yeah. I think that's the future for all college sports. Yeah. And that, that, that could open the door to these schools that are just, you know, out in the dark because they can't even get like local uh, television t- uh, time, you know, but key. And also the more States that go to legalize gambling, the better, the more revenue, cause there'll be more eyes on your team, which means the yeah. television contract will be good, which will go to the university and the conference or actually go to the conference and trickle down to the university. Oh, it's happening already, you know, and it's, an, it's only going to happen more. New Mexico state could be a big beneficiary. Yeah. I mean, look guys, I, we've been breaking down all 130 teams. Normally we were, we're able to give you a, a better breakdown of the roster. I'll just hit you with this. Jonah Johnson's penciled in to be the starting quarterback. Uh, I think the running back situation, they have Jawan price, a freshman, him and Omari Samuels, a transfer from Michigan that will be battling there. The wide receiver spots, uh, Cole Harity, jr. Justice powers and Terrell Werner uh, appear to be what's penciled in, but keep an eye on Robert downs. Who I mentioned uh, tight end Thomas uh, Whitford is penciled in to be the starter there. Offensive line. I hit on Eli Johnson, the old miss transfer. I hit on uh, some of their other offensive linemen, but these are breaking in a new freshman tackle. That's tricky. Um, so I hit on Sage uh, Doxtator. He's back. Uh, the defensive line, led by Marcus Buckley Jr. And I, when I say led, it's kind of us bullshitting because they haven't played. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we would be lying if we said we broke down a lot. Of film well, there is reason. none. Yeah, there is none as uh, at New Mexico state. There is none to say these guys did not start last right. year. Well, I mean, yeah. just Sage Doc's tater would be the only guy yeah. we'd be really breaking down film on. So uh, we wish you best of luck. And, and let's the win total is at one and a half Patty. C. Well, I'll I'll say this. I appreciate this about their schedule. They they get Utah and New Mexico uh, as two of their first three games. UTEP or uh, yeah, U- UTEP. Yeah, sorry, yeah. UTEP and New Mexico is their uh, two of their first three games. Those are by far their two most played rivals of all time. So just diving in rivals first to get the season started, pretty fun, you know? Yeah, yeah. And what? Well, wait. Don't they have San Diego State on there too? Uh, San Diego State isn't one of their most played teams though. But that's yeah. The, the in between uh. UTEP and New Mexico is San Diego state. But basically what I'm saying is while, while before they've taken all their L's, you know, they're playing their rivals. So those games have some stake. Well, well, like I said, the wind total is one and a half and I'll tell you the truth, man. 
as a guy that watched UTEP last year, I want to say, I think you were at my house, Patty C. It was week one for UTEP as they got so fortunate to beat. I think it was Abilene Christian or Stephen F. Austin, one of the two. Yeah. They got really fortunate. Like I was up, I, I, I had bet on the game on the money line for the upset. And it looked like Abilene Christian, I think it was, that had it done. And like UTEP bust like a, uh, like uh, like Abilene Christian could have like basically if they get one first down, the game's over. Yeah. UTEP hasn't moved the ball on them all game. Yeah. This is this past. Yeah. You were at my house, not spring. It was, it was fall. Okay. Right. But my point here is that UTEP is their first opponent. This was a UTEP against, I believe Abilene Christian. And because of their dumb decision-making UTEP got a running touchdown late, like an 80 yard screen, almost like that Miami game you showed me the other day. Okay. Yeah. To get him down to the 10 yard line. And then I'm still thinking, Oh, he can hold. Um, But my point is, is UTEP is not very good. That's a winnable game out the gate for new Mexico state. They are uh, 75 and 71 all time in that series. So they have the all time lead. Let me look at some uh, recent matchups. <laughs> Speaking of which, this game is on flow sports week zero, Boom. Uh, August 28th, the rivalry game. We will have this on in the studio. Patty C new Mexico state winners of three straight in this rivalry, which I guess was preceded by uh, looks like an eight game win streak by UTEP. So maybe things are going in the right the, direction. The wheels fell off. UTEP in the nineties was like a decent mid major. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to think now. I mean, this is a winnable game. I see why the at first I saw the win total one and a half. I'm like, how they have two returning starters? I'm like, this one right here is a winnable game. Well, with three wins in a row, you would figure, uh, you know, may, maybe they're, they're they should be favored, but I am not favoring. A I'm team. taking UTEP. Yeah. yeah, I'm taking UTEP. Uh, week two at San Diego State. That's a loss, even though it's at Dignity Health Sports Park, Patty C, where we've been there. Uh, for an XFL game that's in LA essentially. Uh, and then at New Mexico, that's a loss. Now, here's one Saturday, September 18th, but I think South, South Carolina State's actually a decent FCS. And watch out because they can bite you here. They can bite you. This is a winnable game, but I'm saying, like, I would favor South Carolina State. South by, Carolina by State, uh, three and one last year. They're good. They're a good FCS, dude. Uh, decent. They didn't really play any good teams. Delaware State twice. And uh, Alabama State, so Alabama State solid. Yeah, they yeah. they did whoop up yeah. on primetime last year. Alabama State solid, but the year before they were eight and three in the FCS. That's so. what I'm saying. They could lose. That I would favor South Carolina State to win this game. <laughs> oh, it's a far trip going to Las Cruces. I will too. Yeah, I will too. That's a loss, right? Yeah. So I got them at zero and four. Do you understand how hard it is to get a team ready? That has never played. <laughs> no one on the team has ever played a snap of college football almost. Uh, Early in the season, that's going to be a shit show for them, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then they're home to Hawaii. Hawaii's going to smoke them. They're at San Jose State. San Jose State's going to smoke them. Back to back away at San Jose State, at Nevada. Then they get a, a, a week off and then they're at Hawaii. They play Hawaii twice, Patty C. <laughs> there you go. Uh, they they don't care. They'll go to Hawaii. They'll go to the yeah. SEC. Well, that's what's ridiculous here. You get to the bottom of this schedule now. Yes, after Hawaii, they get another week off, and then they get Utah State. But then at Alabama and at Kentucky, it is ridiculous that the SEC is playing New Mexico State. Absolutely yeah. fucking ridiculous. Let alone back to back weeks. 
I mean, this is a team you throw them in the CAA, Patty C, where you went to school, JMU, played there. Yeah. Uh, I I would say, off the top of my head, Delaware, Villanova, JMU, Richmond, New Hampshire, Maine, all better than New Mexico State, and I might even say William and Mary. Yeah. They might come in last place and far in more the CAA, local. dude. Yeah. They might come in last place, and for the for the SEC to be playing them. Fucking pathetic! It is pathetic. It's pathetic for Alabama yeah. to yes. be playing them. Yes. Uh, let me. Uh, how about uh, New Mexico State traveling to basically every corner? Of, if 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 they could go international, I'm sure they would. San Diego, they they have to go to San Diego. <laughs> What's actually in LA. That game's oh, yeah. in LA. LA, yeah. Hawaii, uh, San Jose, Nevada, and uh, Reno. Yeah, Reno. Yeah, they they go to Alabama <laughs> and UMass. Basically, uh, every corner of the country. I guess the UMass comes to them, but this year, last this year, year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's the one you circle, November twenty seventh. Let me a make the case. Conference will help this team a lot. Yes, yes. <laughs> let, let, let me make the case. Yeah, I think UTEP's bad, and I think Doug Martin, if he can get his boys in order by by August twenty eighth. Yeah, I actually expect that UTEP game to be close. Okay, if they can steal that win. Then you have all year to build this team that's fill, full of youth, right? Mm-hmm. You end the season at Aggie Memorial Stadium in Las Cruces against UMass. You could have two wins and you could hit that over. But I'll tell you this if you're brave enough to take this over ticket, watch out for that UTEP game. UTEP is winnable. Yeah, they, that's what I'm saying. They, <laughs> UTEP only beat Stephen F. Austin and Abilene Christian last year. And those were those were games. Yeah, yeah. combined fourteen points, uh, <laughs> and psh, I mean they lost uh, lost to North Texas, who wasn't very good last year. So they're capable of losing. They got absolutely annihilated by Texas. Obviously, to get, like if you want to get a good idea of what they are against real competition, fifty nine to three there. So um, UTEP is beatable. But I don't think it's just so hard. <laughs> yeah. Game one, especially. We'll be here in the studio watching it, buddy. Uh, no, we will not. But we'll. I will. We'll have it on the ticker. I will. <laughs> on Saturday, August twenty eighth. It's week zero. There's only like five games. Oh, that's right. That is week zero. Flow Sports will be rocking, baby. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> um. All right, folks. If you're a first time listener to the College Football Experience, by the way, me and Patty C are on the under. Yeah. We're on the under. Uh, but if you're a first time listener to the college football experience, make sure you subscribe because we are breaking down all 130 college FBS college football teams. Yes. UTEP will have an episode. Same with UMass and a lot of other ones are out there. Hawaii's already out there, New Mexico, all that good stuff. Uh, but also subscribe to the college basketball experience. I know fans out there in Las Cruces, come on. Uh, you gotta, you gotta love yeah, this is a great town, dude. This is a it's a beautiful, great town, beautiful place. Um, Chris Jans does a great job with the basketball program in Las Cruces. Their their team, with the exception of last year because of the COVID situation, but years prior they were a they've been a good basketball team for a while now. So subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. We talk college basketball year round over there. Boom! Money Magazine has them has Las Cruces the number three place to go of the top twenty in twenty nineteen. I guess that was a couple years ago. Yeah. So. Uh, Go catch a game. Yeah, catching a basketball game is probably part of that. Yeah. Probably not catching yeah. a football game. <laughs> uh, but subscribe. Like I said, me, Patty C, NC Nick, we handicap every single Division One college football and college basketball game. Been doing it for over four years. Uh, never had a losing season for each individual and for each individual sport. So 
for me, I've never had a losing season in college basketball, picking every game or college football. Obviously, as a collective, we're way over. Uh, we're we're way over five hundred, and uh, as I can tell you this: our locks are way over five hundred too. Um, and we give you all that for free on the SGPN app. Download that thing; you'll get everything. Our podcast. We just had a lot of great guests on in the past week or so, from Mike Leach to Randy Cross to Larry the Cable Guy, and uh, and so on and so on and so on. Check it out; you'll get that all for free. We download the app. If, and if you download the app, give us a five star review. Say some nice things about us and, and take a screenshot of your review. Find me on Twitter at the Colby D show me that uh, follow me. And then essentially show me that uh, screenshot and of that review. And I will send you a college football or college basketball experience t-shirt. Uh, Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one NC Nick is on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. And the college football experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. And the Sports Gambling Podcast Network's on Twitter at the SGP Network. Check out the Slack channel, Sports Gambling Podcast, too. It's a lot of fun if your office is blocking you, right? This is the college football experience, New Mexico State Aggie style. I'm sorry, but take the under. You better start thinking about yours. And we out.